everyone. Welcome to The Daily Word. I'm really glad that you've joined me. And for our Daily Word today, we are starting off in the book of the prophet Habakkuk. So we're in, in chapter 1 here, and I, I'd like to share verse 5 with you. And then let's talk just for a few minutes today about having the same sort of prayer life that Habakkuk had. So if you would, hear the word of the Lord. The Lord replied, Look around at the nations. Look and be amazed, for I am doing something in your own day, something you wouldn't believe even if someone told you about it. So as we're moving into Habakkuk, it's good to kind of get ourselves oriented here once again in, in the time frame. So Habakkuk, is, uh, he, his ministry is, is in the time period that's leading up to the invasion of of Judah, the southern kingdom of Israel, by Babylon, just before Jerusalem and Judah's destruction as a judgment from God upon the people's sins. And the interesting thing about Habakkuk, one of the interesting things, is that that his his book here, his prophetic writing, is is not messages, prophetic messages that God gives him that he's giving to the people. It, it really essentially is recording his prayer life. He laments, he prays to God out of a heart that is broken. He pleads with God, he seeks God's face, and God answers him. God speaks. It is um, a lament over the sin of the people we see in here in chapter 1. That's, that's his lament uh, that that there, there's this spiritual brokenness, this spiritual corruption, moral corruption in, within the people of, of Israel. And what's really at the heart of the book of Habakkuk, which it seems to me is probably the reason that the book is in the Bible it, itself, and that is this calling to live by faith. What does it mean to live by faith, to live by trusting in God, trusting in who God is, in his character, in his goodness, in his faithfulness, trusting what God says, trusting what God does, trusting in his promises. And, and as we live in faith, as we live faithfully, according to God's word, according to his command, we find that there is a, there is a fruit. There is a fruit of, uh, of, of righteous living, of faithfulness that flows from our trusting in God and walking in that trust. And, and so uh, here what we see is that God tells Habakkuk that he is going to deal with the people's sins. He is at work. He is doing something in Habakkuk's own day, right? And the thing that he is doing is that he is bringing judgment upon the southern kingdom of Israel, upon Judah, by the Babylonians. Well, as you can imagine, Habakkuk's not really excited about that plan. He thinks that this is kind of a bad plan. Actually, he points out that the Babylonians, as bad as the Israelites had become, the Babylonians are much worse. We see this in verse 13. But you are pure and cannot stand the sight of evil. Will you wink at their treachery? Should you be silent while the wicked swallow up people more righteous than they? But of course, God knows. 
God knows who the Babylonians are. He knows their hearts. He knows what they do, what they've done. He knows every person. This is verse 11. God says here, They sweep past like the wind and are gone, but they are deeply guilty, for their own strength is their God. And so God says that they too will be held to account. God knows. It's not that God is unaware of who they are and what they do and, and the, the condition of their hearts. He knows. They will be held to account, but God says that they are simply being used at this time as an instrument uh, of God's judgment. Now, what we will see is as God leads him along and, and Habakkuk is praying to God and there's this, this call to God and response, what we're going to see is that God will show Habakkuk how he is going to set all things right in Jesus Christ. But for now, as we're looking just at, ch at chapter 1, uh, for us, I believe, is this, um, is this question that, that I think that God's calling us all to respond to and, and to evaluate our lives by. And that is, do we believe and we trust that God is at work in our day? And, and then secondly, are we engaging in prayer earnestly as Habakkuk did? Earnestly, honestly, from the heart, are we engaging with God? Are we sharing what's in our hearts and giving God a chance to respond? Are we listening to God? And, and you know, it reminded me of a, a question that someone once asked a, a pastor. Honestly, I don't even remember where I heard this, but I, I, I didn't make it up. But boy, it really, it really struck me. Somebody asked their, their pastor, what, what's, what's most important? Uh, is it reading the Bible or is it praying? What's, what's the most important? And, uh, and I just love the way that this pastor responded. He said, he said well, what, what do you think is more important, inhaling or exhaling, right? And, and it's so vivid, it's so succinct. Um, th this is true. Reading the Bible is the inhale, right? Reading the Bible is listening to God. Prayer is pouring out our hearts to God, praising Him, coming before Him, even as Habakkuk does, even as Job does, even as David does in the Psalms, coming before God, even in lament, pouring out our hearts and allowing God to speak into our hearts and minds by His Word and by His Spirit. So friends, let's determine that we are going to walk by faith, that we're going to trust that God is working, we're going to trust what God is doing, and we're going to have this earnest prayer life where we are reading the Bible, we're hearing from God, we're speaking to God in prayer, we're, we're laying our hearts bare before Him. The inhale, the exhale, and then we do it again and again and again, and that is the shape of our lives as followers of Jesus Christ. And may it be so in His holy name. Amen. Amen. And friends, till we have a chance to speak again, I pray that God would bless you and that He would keep you.